Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Mike Shope. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> and the Bulldog. Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Guess what today is? It's Hump Day. Woohoo! On WGR. Hump Day. Sports Radio 550. Just made a quick stop over on X. What's that now? I just made a quick visit to X. What's X? I'm not familiar. To watch. I clicked on it. What can I say? It's no one else's fault. Travis Kelsey attempt friends in low places, or his version of it. Oh, boy. Yeah. At the Super Bowl parade in Kansas City. Yeah. It, the the subtweet, the text got me. <laughs> Three laughing emojis. Travis Kelsey is smashed. I had to know. Yeah. And I got three lines through uh, this, quote, singing performance uh, before bailing. Is, is, is the parade is a – you and I having this conversation. Is a championship parade better or worse for having the players be just completely drunk? Uh, this is a tough one. Um I, f- I feel like I think better. Like, sh- sh- make yourself relatable. This <laughs> is a celebration. Um, you know, I don't need any good reason to drink too much. Or, like, you know, in in years past, I'm, I've got myself a little more under control now in my old age. But um, no, I mean, I I, I think it, it is like Tom Brady stumbling around. Is uh, I I don't know I, I appreciate that you let the facade down enough to just live like a normal person would be celebrating a landmark achievement like that. So I I, I think it makes it better. By the way, they are uh, there are tweets in the last minute that are saying that there are shots fired around the location of the parade. Oh, geez. the parade had just ended. So um, anyway. That's what's being said now. Okay. 
That sort of takes a lot of the yep. starch out of talking about I know, grades are I know. awful or not. Couldn't have uh, that's, uh, ignored that's that. Yeah. So hopefully um, nothing terrible has happened. Um, I, I have my drinks set up for today. Water, coffee, iced tea, and fizzy lime, fizzy water. Do you regularly drink all of these through the four hours of the show? Or oh, does, yeah. Does, do, 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 does an ample amount of any of them get wasted? Uh, no, nothing gets wasted. Wow. Well, I will often dump out some of the coffee. I rarely, even at home, ever can finish a cup of coffee. But then I'll still have a second. Is that That's terrible, I know, to dump out and then eh. refill. But something about coffee, like when it gets to the end, it's just, I can't take it anymore. Um, well, the temperature gets impacted pretty severely by the time the cup is like a quarter left. But you can usually just pour some new coffee in there, and then it's all hot and fresh again. Yeah, so coffee will sometimes be made yeah. interchangeable, but not the others. I'll go through several glasses of water, finish the four, iced tea, finish the Four drinks pot. is pretty, it's pretty high maintenance. I can't imagine five. Yeah. So... Um, I know from, as I will often know from just getting here halfway or what, one to three is one Bill's Live, so sometime in the one o'clock hour most days, I don't, I won't be able to hear or I won't hear the show, but I can see the call screen. Mm -hmm. And this is the uh, time of year, ideas, Bill's ideas are flying around, don't be, don't assume that one or more of them won't impale you. Ideas for what the bill should trade Josh Allen was the first thing I saw on the screen today. I'm not even kidding. Trade for Marvin Harrison Jr. To me, completely unrealistic. Not to say that it wouldn't be cool and and, and even good to, uh, to to do that, but I don't uh, I don't really think that's coming. I what do you think is so, just hang, hang on a second. Some somebody. Somebody that is out there in within the orbit of the radio station. I won't assume they're necessarily in our orbit because they called One Bills Live, but you know maybe they are. Uh, want, want, wants to, wants the Bills to trade Josh Allen? Apparently, I didn't hear uh, the conversation if there was one, but I did. I did see that. I saw the text. That is that is really that's really that's uh, that's something. There, it might have been a call for like wild ideas or bold ideas, things yeah. like that. Oh, we don't yeah, want anything I, like I, you know yeah. replace Osiris Torrance. I think I saw a tweet from that show uh, before they started today that said something like bold, something about bold. Yeah. So okay, all right. Well, that, I, some people you. take bold to mean insane. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, it, well, insane often can be bold because you don't want to be criticized for. I'm sorry, we asked for bold, and that is not bold. Right. Get AJ Klein off the field. Yeah, right. Yeah, not not bold. for 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 once in a, in a, for an entire season. Not not bold. What do you think is the consensus biggest question about the roster, or you know, what's like the most popular conversation right now? Hmm. I can tell you what I think it is if you want. Um. Sure, take a shot. I think it's Diggs. Yeah, that's what I was going to say Diggs, and I didn't want to. I think 
Pe- people, I just, I just like digs is what came to mind. I'm like, think of something else. Think of something else. Think of something else. I can't think of anything else. Mike wants to go. Go th- ahead. Think of something bold. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I think fans are trying to figure out what's possible, and also what do we want? Like what what's best? And and is digs being elsewhere really an option? Like we was it yesterday we took a call from a guy who wanted to know what we thought of the Bills trading up with the Bears and sending them digs and then drafting one of those top receivers at nine. I think that was yesterday. It was either Monday or yesterday. And it kind of just sort of brushed it off. We weren't talking about that. And I feel like the the there has to be an understanding and I need to make sure that I have have it. We all do. As to what is really possible when it comes to Diggs, which is not to say that everybody should want him traded, right? Because that's not going to be the case, and you know the majority won't. Maybe the vast majority won't. But I think enough people are want to know. Just like is is it something that could happen? What would mm-hmm. it What would it mean? And then I've got other questions too about it. It, it has to start though with is it so, is it realistic? Right, and when it when it came up, I don't know if it was this caller you're referring to. I think it came up yesterday because I think we were in the room together uh, when we took the call, uh, but I could be mistaken. Um, maybe it was Monday. Doesn't matter. I know I said again. I've said this a few times. Like, like I I appreciate this subject and wanting to like go through it and figure out if there's a. I don't think there is a way to do it. They would have to live with a lot of dead money and replace him. And I just do not see, given their cap situation, a way. I think the way I said it yesterday, the day before, was beyond, you know, short of him showing up and just like with a flamethrower, right? And just and raising a ruckus to the point where they just got to get him out of here uh, because it's apparent he doesn't want to function anymore within their framework or whatever. Uh, I, I just I, I don't think it makes sense for them where they are money wise, performance wise at that position. I just can't see them making a move. I don't think they have the financial flexibility to do it and replace him. And they are already going to be down one of their starting receivers and looking to replace that guy in free agency or the draft. I just think that all adds up to, yes, there's reason to talk about it because of the way he talks and we just don't know, like, how, how, you know, for sure, really, how committed he is to this because he sounds so open to the idea of, you know, it's not my choice necessarily if they want to do something, so I'm ready and all that. You know, you can take that as he's ready to be moved and wants to be moved. I mean, I think that could be an overreaction, an oversimplification, but nonetheless, all of that said, I don't think it's a realistic idea for this team where they are, what they intend to do. Uh, unless they really want to take a step back, which I think they'd be doing, incurring $31 million in dead money for a guy who's not going to be here anymore and not having money to replace him. I just don't see it. I, I think you'd be saying, I'm not contending this year. Right. Um, so the, the salary cap is a big challenge for the Bills, uh, as we know. And what you see sometimes, often, usually see teams do, when they have what the bills have before them in terms of the cap is get with 
the guys they have under the biggest contracts where there's the most working room and restructure it. They've done this with Diggs before. They'll probably, I think, do it with Josh Allen this year, who's got, of course, the biggest contract on the team, to give them some flexibility. You pay for that in some form or another later. But, you know, you do enough other things differently, and you might not end up really suffering at all. That's ideal. Um, There is this option with Diggs. I don't really know what it would mean to their future financially. I just know that I'm not really with the concept of it. Um, but it doesn't have to be so penal if they were to do something like that, too. Um, but that's really not the conversation. Like, that's just sort of that, – that's a part of the conversation as to sort of how they get right, right. when it you, comes to the cap. What, what you're saying here, like, they, 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 they could restructure again with him. Yes. Yeah. yeah and, le- yeah, I, I also am in favor of not doing that this year uh, because I, I think this, this could be winding down – and I want to be able to get out from under it, you know, as early as next off season without having it be so cumbersome. And I think a, a way to do that is kind of take take the medicine now, right? Like, and, the, and, and in this case, the medicine is not cutting him and incurring the $31 million hit. The medicine is living with the 28-point-whatever actual cap hit you get for him being on the team. I think there's like a $3 million difference. Uh, in the dead money versus what his cap number actually will be when you know mm-hmm. when and if he's on the team, um, I, I think you just live with that number for this year. Hope you get your 105 catches and eight touchdowns. And if it if it is still like, it, it, but if you don't get that and it declines more, and you have you're positioned better by whom you've drafted or signed this off season, then next year I think it's more functional to eat that dead money because uh, it's a lot less because you haven't done what they've done in the past, which is kick the can down the road. It's sort of time to stop kicking the can, I would say, with him, his contract. So all that mostly means he'll be on the team. We don't know for sure. Uh, moving him is expensive, uh, maybe it's negative, you know, some t- some total uh, sort of a negative move, whatever we're talking about, a trade or something. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to any whenever like, again, the call we took, the sort of the idea of just sort of what beginning of the offseason kind of stuff, just no bet, no bad ideas, mm-hmm. no stupid questions. Enough fans want to know uh, like what his value is. Is it just like a non-starter then? If somebody because thinking about that phone call, w- would you guys like it if the Bills traded up and sent Stephon Diggs to the Bears and got their pick and then gave the Bears your pick? It's not even sort of clear cut to me whether or not you're trading like up. You you'd you'd be using Stephon Diggs to do that or the other way, like a receiver at thirty. On, for big dollars, is he worth that kind of a move for another team to make? Is all of this just sort of, sorry, sir, but you know we don't think it's really it's realistic that the Bills would trade him at all because of the the financials. I I I think he's a tough sell to another team right now with that contract. Um, you know, if he really wanted to, you know, he here's the only I I, I guess maybe. I would say 
and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say this as I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of it, and so we'll see where we end up. I'm not, this is not a fully formed thought yet, okay? But maybe it just sprang to mind. Maybe the only trade I could foresee with him is if he wanted so badly to go somewhere that he would sit down with the Bills and rework his deal to such an extent that it's more palatable for a team to acquire him and that could serve the purpose, I think, of lessening what the – I don't think so, though. I think 31 is the 31. I mean, because he – the reason that's a problem is if you move him in any way, trade or cut, that is bonus money he's already gotten that just you have to get dinged for it at some point. It's not like money you have to pay, but it's money you have to account for. So I don't know that, that – that, I already said this is not a fully formed thought, so I'm already – I'm already hitting speed bumps, if not those spikes that give you flat tires immediately. Mm. Um, but if 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 he could, if there was a way to make it functional for a team to want him, maybe the Bills could live with the cap hit. Like in this scenario, the caller scenario with Marvin Harrison Jr., I'm getting Marvin Harrison Jr. on a rookie contract and plugging him in, and maybe you can feel reasonably confident that you're going to get production right away. I mean, the guy's a monster rock star wide receiver who nobody's going to be surprised if he catches 90 balls as a rookie, I don't think, right? So maybe that's the most sure thing you could put in place of digs. You live with the money. You've got a, a rookie replacement, albeit a high pick. It's, a, it's more expensive than a mid-round pick or a second-round pick even, but whatever. Um, you still have to deal with your money, but he is cost less for the team acquiring it. Because I think there's a there's a, a deadline coming up in mid March, where his there, there's some money that becomes guaranteed for the year, like eighteen point something I think is the figure. Okay, and so a team acquire him has to like already swallow hard on that and just live with that. If he wanted to trim that down at his age because he wants to go somewhere else and make it more you know realistic for a team to give you something for him like the fourth pick in the draft or the, you know, whatever, high enough pick to get Marvin Harrison Jr., then maybe that's a way. But even that, you're still you're still stuck with that dead money. I don't think there's any reason why a team up there would want to do that. Same. You know? Yeah. So And you'd have to work really hard to find a match that, that fits what I'm – that he wants to go to. Like, does, does he want to go to a team that's drafting in the top five? That's probably terrible. I mean, what are we doing here? I, I just can't. I just can't put it together. Well, I tried. if he hates the Bills, <laughs> right. it's right. New England. Obviously, that's that's the trade. No, okay. Well, you know, it's kind of where we were before on this. Just, you know, just trying to talk it out. Uh, how realistic is it, or how just hamstrung would the Bills be? Does not make good financial sense, and everybody just has to hope that he doesn't want to force something where then the bills would be in a real a real predicament. Here's the here's the rest of it though. So once we get past is he going to be on the team, which is almost definitely yes or at least probably yes. Then it's okay, well, what is his value to the team? What is his role? Thinking about Travis Kelsey and the year he had. And you know, I think it it's fine enough to say like Diggs has been Allen's Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. right? I mean, just like the guy, him, yeah. right? All yep. of that. Totally works, yes. 
And, you know, not that this really matters to the point, but Kelsey had sort of a down year for him and then a great playoff. I don't know that really Diggs is that anymore at this stage. I mean, he could, you, you said what? Like, you hope you get your 100 catches again. Sure, that's that's right. But he has not been, for, for all the different ways we've cut up the Bills' playoff results these last few years, Diggs has not been that guy in those, at all. Like, even close to that guy in those games. When Kansas City needs it, Travis Kelsey is there. That's the, the Bills game where he comes off that same regular season and it's two touchdowns. against the. It's a big game against the Bills. In the Baltimore game, it's the first drive. A critical fourth down catch, a great touchdown catch, and it's Kansas City's game right away, like in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And then he had a big Super Bowl, too. Diggs, has, Diggs is better known in terms of the playoffs for his down games, including the Davis game, the 13 seconds game, where he's got a very quiet line. That's Cincinnati, and that's kind of this game, too. You've got a drop here. I, I don't want to assume that like it's over forever when it comes to that, but one way to look at you know this whole idea of what, what do you want for the Bills this offseason, and I know about the cap, but... It'd be great if Allen had a guy, right, that Diggs has kind of been. And Diggs hopefully is still valuable and, you know, important to what they're going to do this year. But I don't know if he can ever really be, you know, the Kelsey, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's We've had years of this, and I think that, that the, the probably is the, the bet is probably against that. So what, then, then what? I don't know. But Allen kind of goes into next year – without really a guy he can know is going to be there for him, you know, when it matters most. That, that sounds pretty harsh toward Diggs, but that is, after this playoff game, critical drop, not much production. The Bengal game the year before, if you want to even go that far back, is bad too. So, I don't know, what do you do about that? Is it going? Is it a receiver you draft at 28? Is it... Knox or Kincaid? Is it Khalil Shakir? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, may, maybe it's some some combination of of Khalil Shakir and and Kincaid. Um, you definitely have to draft a guy that, that they're like they're like a year they're a year or two late. I think on it, and that's not all you know within their control. I mean, I, I suppose they could have been more aggressive to trade up for a guy. Uh, last year they did end up trading up for Kincaid but the run on receivers started you know just far enough ahead of them um but you you needed you wanted I mean a big part of this to me was to was to be ready for this either a decline or a departure from Diggs and we've got the decline we we you know I don't think the departure makes much sense at all at this point you know, more for the Bills than for him. I mean, I, he can want whatever he wants. I just don't think they can accommodate much uh, in that way and, and and make it work for them, like turn it into a positive for them. So they're kind of boxed in. That's why I said, like, you have to kind of hope you get your, your production because you're. I'm ready to live. I, I don't want to lessen the cap number for this year by... Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. 
Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details you know, turning this into something that's more of a problem in 25 or 26 should we get there with digs. I, I want to be as clean as I can, uh, as soon as I can, and that means it's it's a little bit of like the inverse of what the Chiefs did with Tyreek Hill a couple of years ago. They, they didn't want to pay him at all, so they dealt him and offloaded the problem and started fresh, and they still really don't have a number one wide receiver. I guess it's Rashid Rice, but that even just developed over the last, you know, I don't know, eight weeks of the season. Um, the, the Bills are nowhere right now, and they're sort of stuck with the, this player on this contract, and I don't want to redo it again because I've already done that, and it's a part of the reason why I'm, I'm boxed in now. Um, I just can't. I don't see a way. I don't see a way out other than putting your head down and giving it your best, and hope you get production out of a rookie or a middling free agent, or Kincaid sma- like something else smashes, you know, or something else is complimentary enough that Diggs smashes. There like maybe is. he's still capable of smashing. They just need more around him to support that. Um, that's my way forward, and it's. You know, you better not step on a mine. Complimentary. That's that. The football was complimentary. If uh, you didn't know, shots were fired at the Chiefs parade. KC Police is the Twitter account. And they are saying that multiple people were struck. Two armed people were taken into custody. And that's the last tweet from... KC police about 10 minutes ago, they've asked anybody to leave the area as quickly and safely as possible, uh, naturally. But there'll be a lot um, still to come on that story and video and everything else. Shots fired at the Chiefs parade. Multiple people struck, according to KC police. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here will be following that and talking some about it, also trying to Talk about the Bills and the Sabres. Nice win. Obviously, they were motivated by our show yesterday. They had it on in the in their cars on the way to the rink. And, I mean, what did you get there? You got, well, you got a lot of shots against, but you got a 7 nothing win, and good for them. Next game tomorrow night. Let's take a timeout. We'll have Chris Trapasso talking NFL Draft today. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR.
Do you want to be a Bill? Yeah, I mean, I've said that. I told him, you know, interview after interview, I wanted to retire Bill, but also that's not also predicated on me. I'm saying I also got to keep it in the forefront of my brain that business is business, and I like to proceed as such, no matter what. Stefan Diggs, the week before the Super Bowl, speaking with Kay Adams, pointing out what you rarely hear the player to a question like that point out, even though, of course, it's true. It's not always up to me. I think I compared it at one point last week. We talked about it a few times, this topic, uh, to when Kyle Shanahan once was asked about like his quarterback situation going back when Lance was there, maybe even Garoppolo, and he's like, we don't even know if we're going to be alive in a month, so I don't even know how I can answer that. Um, yeah, of course it's not always up to. Alan could say the same thing, right? <laughs> yes. Do you want to stay a Bill? Right. Sure, but you have to remember, it's not up to me. It's just sort of an odd thing to point out. Um, it's, it's the kind of thing Diggs says in these interviews that makes people wonder mm-hmm. just about how, how much he means it. But it isn't up to him um, at, at this time, at least. He is under contract. And we're just going over what sort of options the Bills have. And I'll get to where I end up here in a minute. Uh, once again, shots were fired at the Chiefs' Super Bowl parade. The police in Kansas City are, uh, are saying that multiple, multiple people were struck and that two are in custody. Uh, we're just going to do it this way. You know, mention it, give updates, but certainly not sit here speculating on, you know, what ac- actually happened uh, that we don't know about in Kansas City. But obviously, horrific uh, yeah. situation. Here, Here is where I end up when it comes to all of this, trying to put the puzzle together. As we've talked about today and other times, uh, the Bills are not in a position where moving digs seems to make a lot of sense. Financially, the makeup of their team. They need him, and it's costly to, to trade him. Okay, so there's that. That's that's out of the way. Mm-hmm. He He's here. Now what? You have seen for two years his production diminish over the course of the season and then plummet in the playoffs where you needed him most. It's hard for me to think that that's going to go the other way as he gets older. Not that he couldn't have a great game, but I don't. Ex- I don't expect that to get better. You know, um, yeah. ne- next year. Do you have his? St- I don't have it open, but I, 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 I'm pretty confident I could find it easily enough. Like the, we, I know the games that they haven't won, um, and you know, I don't know him by heart, but I know it's been. He hasn't been you know, a factor. Is that the case in like the, the, the games they've won the wild card round games? No, so- not, not really. You know, this year, Pittsburgh was seven for 52. Uh, Miami last year was seven for one fourteen. Okay. New England, when they just crushed the Patriots three for 60, you know, not huge, but not a story for how right. small the output was. Right. So just, just curious. That's all for playing the chiefs and the Bengals. Right. It hasn't been great. So, you know, I, I look at, at at this point, what is what does next year look like? They're going to have to add a receiver, maybe even two. Doubtful that it's anybody who comes in above Stephon Diggs, even this Stephon Diggs. So what do they do? 
I think they they play the way they played late in the season this year, which is leaning on the run, leaning on James Cook. I don't think it would only be James Cook. It never really was. And so I think there might be a significant add at running back. It doesn't have to be a big name, really. What we've talked about all the time when it comes to running backs is that it's mostly interchangeable. But I think I, my guess is, as, as, they're, as they're meeting about what next year's team, what, what, what they're going to do about all this, I think probably they would think their best path, because of their limitations cap-wise, Diggs' age and what he was late in the season, is that. It, it got them in. Also, their defense and, <laughs> you know, winning the close ones got them in. Mm-hmm. But it, they, I'm sure they would – I think they would think that it worked. And, you know, I, I have – usually will push against that, and I'm sure I will do that many times if, you know, mm-hmm. we talk, when we talk about this this year. But the Chiefs just won a championship without really scoring – in the regular season, in the playoffs, like they, they're one of the weakest offensive teams to win a Super Bowl, and so the Bills, I, I think, might even you have you have that point if you if you want it that Kansas City had to play. They didn't lean on the run at all, but they had to play a safer, more conservative style, or they did whether they had to or not. They did, and they won, and you know the Bills almost beat them. Besides, you know, for what that's worth. So yeah. I think that's where we end up. I don't, I'm not expecting, be, par- partly because the Bills don't really have much chance at it, big changes, you know, flashy moves at receiver other than maybe a first round pick. But I, th- I doubt that, that even that would turn them back in the, in the other direction. Well, that's going to be really interesting to like measure up against. And, you know, we don't start measuring until they actually start playing games. <clears throat> or, you know, or you know what they do personnel-wise. There'll be some clues there. You know, if they, if they made a big move, if they, if they had money for one big move and it was a free agent running back with a big name, you're, <laughs> you're, you're in position A with this, uh, with this idea that that's for the game. That would be a big clue that they're heading that way. Um, but I'm thinking of – and I know it's just talk um, – and you know you can you can you can do whatever you want once you got to go play, but them talking the way they talked about proceeding uh, into the future here with Diggs as a number one receiver, and you know what they how they want to win win by throwing. I, McDermott suddenly mm-hmm. is telling us he's always said that or always believed that because he learned at the at the shoulder or knee of Andy Reid. And all that. Cut his and, teeth. Cut his right, teeth. Okay, thank you. Explosive plays and all that talk. Um, I mean, that can just be talk. Um, you know, just get through the news conference, feed the machine. Um, but if they if they really mean that, then I think, you know, I, I, again, don't think they'll have the flexibility financially to do something significant in free agency to make that happen. But a rookie could step in with Shakir, Kincaid, and Diggs and get eased in and make that work and it might take a little while um so i don't know i'm not i i i think what you're saying is certainly possible um i'd want to stop short of saying it's likely because of how they're talking about what they think what their vision is what their team is even with the the cap situation that they have like they're not talking about backing up uh here at all and so 
I, I'm curious to see how they put that all together if they want to if they want to play the way that they're talking about playing. I'm officially um, un- unconcerned with McDermott's quote after the season. He he might have said something like that before the Dallas game, for all I know. I mean, really, not only as everybody knows, not only is he under no obligation to be honest at these press conferences, but he has some motivation to be dishonest. If if there were a game on Sunday and he came out with, you know, I I believe in throwing the ball to win to win games, they still run the ball seventy percent of the time. Like they, anything to you know, throw off the scent. Um, I think at the end of the season, there's more thought given to whether or not like this is really representing something meaningful, mm-hmm. you know, philosophically. But he's no exception. Coaches make a habit out of trying to mislead you. And I don't know. He probably has a pretty good sense of what people are critical of him for, and that's one. That was one thing. So I'm not. I'm not using it. Uh, not to say you. You should. Yeah, or no, I, I get that. I, I do feel like the end of season is different than the week to week, but it doesn't have to be. It's the same people, you know. <laughs> it's just a kick yeah. it. Um, but I just feel like the, you know, I don't know the the. the methodology that just, the objective isn't necessarily the same you know like i think you're trying to not give anything away and not that you want to give everything away you know once your season's over but like you know i don't know the new england patriots taking oh mcdermott says they're gonna throw we better draft cornerbacks you know like, I, like, no. I don't think there's any there's any there's any harm in being honest there again that doesn't mean that it it, it will come to fruition but i feel like those postseason ones are different than the in-season so I'm taking old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. It to mean, because I'm usually the one to don't, don't just dismiss all of it. 
<laughs> I well, don't hear any of it, but I feel like there was there was um I don't know I I'm I'm believing what they said part, maybe because I liked what like the, what they said. Part of the reason I don't want to is not only was he talking about the future as we're discussing, but even his past, and that's what makes it laughable to me. Like who has ever described Sean McDermott as throw to win? It was when, when the Bills became that team. The conversations we had were always, wow, wow, do you do you think he's on board? You know, like, it, that's what even makes it more, makes me even more skeptical about it. Because he doesn't just say, this is what we want to do. He's like, this is how I've always been. And, you know, how does that hold up? Let's go to... I think it holds up really well. They've been one of the past heaviest team aside from the last six weeks of the season. Have they not? They they were. They weren't when he got here. No, I mean, that's right. Right. They that, got Allen, he developed, and they started throwing the ball like crazy. So, I don't know, man. You try to poke holes in that, but I, I think it holds up. Here's Dennis next. Hi, Dennis. Hey, guys. Um, so, there's one comment that was made that does kind of scare me a little bit, and that's when Bean did say, and you mentioned this, that they still view Diggs as a number one receiver moving forward. And <clears throat> so, what where that kind of um, scares me a little bit is the, the draft, the, the profile of the receiver that we're looking to draft that. Because, you know, if we're looking to draft a compliment to Diggs, who is, they're looking at Diggs as our number one, for us, you know, a compliment to Diggs is, you know, Trent Shurfield or Gabe Davis, that type of profile who, maybe catches three balls a game, sometimes gets a deep one, but is on the field for 90 95% of the plays and blocks like crazy. And the concern that I have with that is, you know, Diggs is not going to be a number one, at least I don't think, for the foreseeable future, maybe just this coming up year, and, and then maybe they'll part ways with them. And if that's the case, then we need to draft – Diggs's replacement as a number one receiver and look at Diggs as maybe being a number two. It scares me that we would be still looking to compliment Diggs and getting a guy that's not really a dynamic profile receiver, but more of a, a guy that can be on the field all the time blocking. Well, that's um, that, Dennis, I think it's a completely reasonable concern. Um, that's why you have to draft earlier than the fourth round or the fifth round like they did with Davis and Shakir and even Justin Shorter is you need a skill set that can, as the, as the rookie learns the ropes, eventually, this was my idea last year, I need a guy that can, yes, compliment for now, but has the ability to be a top dog soon, like as soon as maybe the season after this one. So, and that, you got to go shopping. Usually, I would say your chances of hitting that guy, finding that guy, are better earlier. So that's the that's the methodology between you know behind the wide receiver round one train. I, I think, and that's why I think we got to draft more than just one guy. I think that you, there, you know, yep. yeah. I mean, I, I think it like you say, Bulldog, two in the first three rounds. I completely agree with that. Um, but I think if you're going to draft one in the first round and you don't want to go in the next couple rounds. I think you still got to take a flyer on a guy later on anyways, maybe like a Brendan Rice who they're saying maybe in like the fifth round, Jerry Rice's son, you know, something like that, that, that might have some, some big power, some punch to it. Um, but it just, I, I don't know if I'm explaining exactly, you know, right, but 
Um, I think Diggs is on the way down. He's definitely not ascending. He's not on the way up. And whatever we got to do, we can't be drafting blockers. We have to be right. drafting guys that can really make plays with speed and playmaking ability, not just, you know, like I know you like Keon Coleman too, and there's a guy that might not have all the playmaking. He might be able to jump up really high and mm-hmm. catch a ball that's high. But I just want to see a guy that can do it all, you know. Right. Well, that all sounds good. Um, good luck. <laughs> that's what you need. That's what you need to find. Yeah, I, I, I'm not interested in drafting. I mean, it gets phrased as a replacement for Gabriel Davis, but like I'm, I'm not limiting myself to that skill set because the the way Davis played necessarily, I, I would have glad. You know, yes, is it harder to find a guy that's as aggressive uh, and devoted to blocking, uh, who's also a polished potential number one receiver? Yeah, maybe that's a diff- more difficult combination to find. I'm drafting the better player the better catcher the better playmaker 100 times out of 100 early in the draft later on i might get more specific i'm looking i think i think that was shorter last year i think shorter was in a, you know ended up having a washout rookie season because of an early injury but i thought when they drafted him he could be someone they looked at as worst case scenario this is a replacement for gabriel davis but we never even got him on the field so we have no idea how likely that is. Um, so I think, you know, maybe later on in the draft last year, they were shopping for that and they, they found an idea early in the draft. I'm, I, I'm, I'm all about getting a, a guy that can potentially be a number one. That's what I got to do. It'd be easy if they didn't have other holes, but this year they do. Marcus officer Fox morning show reporter in Kansas city is reporting that there is one fatality and at least nine others injured in the shooting at the Chiefs parade. And that Kansas City police have three in custody. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, we've got Chris Trapasso coming up, talking about the draft at four here on WGR. Welcome back. Reports from KMBZ Radio in Kansas City now have at least 15 people shot at the Chiefs parade. Our sister station, WBEN News Radio 930, is alternating between their own local coverage but also our Odyssey station or stations in Kansas City and national news coverage of the ongoing situation, a mass shooting at the Chiefs Parade. At least three in custody. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. We will have Chris Trapasso of CBS Sports join us after the top of the hour to talk about the draft and um, the Bills going into the offseason. The Sabres won 7 to nothing last night against L.A. Interesting... To hear uh, or see, we don't have a lot of time for this now, but some of the statistics that look not so bad on them this year, like five-on-five play and and the like. Um, There's also some of what Kevin Adams told us yesterday, um, particularly at the beginning of our conversation, I think, about Terry Pagula and his involvement, and if that's not too strong a word, in the Sabres uh, scouting process 
Well, it was really interesting to hear Adams lay that out. I mean, I think it's – I'm sure he's being honest about that. It just seems the kind of thing that owners would not want you to know that they're doing. Um, but interesting, probably real, right? And Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think Adams is – and maybe the organization itself is motivated to maybe overshare uh, if that's fitting here. Uh, on information like that because of, I mean, the, the reason that even came up um, was, you know, I, 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 you know, I asked, and this has come up talking to him a few times already this season, um, like, is ownership plugged in? And I think th- there's a sentiment within the fan base that just sort of feels like for, for whatever reason, you know, it's, you know, a lot of it's obvious. He owns a football team. His wife has been very ill. Um, they're building a new stadium. Like his daughter's, te- is he plugged in to this hockey team that's just sort of drifting along here, and nothing seems to change? There's no, there's no, you know, no replacement for people who seem to not be, you know, successful at their jobs, either the coach or GM. No trades of significance. It just sort of like the team just looks like it just goes along, and that lends itself to the idea that, you know, his ownership paying attention. Um, so I think in an effort to, to make that point, maybe Adams tells you, I'm not saying he tells you more than he wants to tell you. Um, I'm sure he's in control of his words and his thoughts, but I think they want it known that the guy is still, the ownership level is still paying attention to the hockey. That's all well and good. But what do these other guys in the room, the real scouts and the, and the analysts think? (laughs) Because they know that his opinion will have to say the least, uh, some weight. Yikes. It's still a yikes. It's a bigger yikes for me than thinking that he's not there at all. Chris Trapasso next here on WGR. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.